You're probably listening to this because of what transpired over the past couple of days. If you missed it, I spoke up for what I believed in, which was not the the message that was being shared over social media and over the media in general um, with the overturning of Roe versus Wade. I have a pro-life stance. There are many reasons for that. I'm not going to dive into all of the reasons in this episode. This episode is primarily discussing what happened and why I spoke up for what I believed in despite the lashback and everything that I was going to experience along with it. And I was well prepared for it. There were many messages that were being shared um, with the overturning of Roe versus Wade from the wedding photography industry, from friends, from I'm sure people that you've seen that were very one-sided on the pro-choice side. And um, it felt a little polarizing because I felt so differently than what I was seeing. And I've never really shared any of my political standpoints on my Instagram because I was always afraid it would affect my business. I would be attacked, keep my business separate from my political beliefs, right? But then I was thinking so often Corporations like Disney, Netflix, Amazon, and others share their beliefs and their values all the time and push their beliefs and their values on us all the time and spend their money on their beliefs and their values all the time. So why wasn't I allowed to do the same? Unfortunately, this isn't the country I remember growing up in, where one where I or we would share something that someone else didn't believe in and we wouldn't get canceled for it because probably because something like social media really didn't exist back when I was in high school. But nonetheless, it's definitely gotten worse. Cancel culture, I believe, to be extremely toxic, no matter what side you're on. Just because you don't agree does not mean you have the right to attack them, call them names personally, um, make them feel worthless. That's not, that's not good. That's not how a healthy society runs. So when I shared that I was pro-life, what happened? Spoiler alert, lots happened. And that is what this episode is going to be all about. I'm going to share that and more, what I've learned, what happened, and how more than ever, my friends, we should be unashamed to speak up for what we believe in even if it's not the message that's being shared all the time. So before I kind of dive into this, the past two days have been completely exhausting. I uh, Actually, not three days. I, I shared about this when Roe v. Wade was overturned because, you know, I felt very passionately about it. Roe v. Wade, as from a political standpoint... Um, was unconstitutional to start with because it gave the federal government power over the states to basically rule that abortion should be legal. It took power away from the states, which is not how America was formed. The reason we have states is because of their own governance, right? We don't we don't function over under one specific government, which is the federal government. So. Elected representatives in the state now have the opportunity to dictate what happens in their state as being the elected officials that people vote for. So 
if you don't like the policies, vote differently, right? But the Roe v. Wade overturning has obviously received a lot of press, a lot of anger, a lot of protests, a lot of vandalism, a lot of riots, a lot of everything. Um, And not all of them are riots, obviously. There's a lot of peaceful protests as well, which I support. But at the end of the day, Roe v. Wade came down to what's constitutional and what's not. And so, you know, abortion is not banned. There is still there is still a lot of work to do as well in support of pregnant women. And I could go on about that. But that's not what this episode is about. So let's share what happened. To start, I had my finger on the button. I had my finger on the button to share a reel about a perspective of how the government controls other things that we can and can't do with our bodies, like committing murder, sexual assault, etc. I held my finger on that button for five minutes. <laughs> Did I really want to open that can of worms, one of the most controversial topics in the world? Did I really want to be attacked that day? Did I really want to engage in conversation that day? Because I knew that that moment this was shared, there was no turning back. People would know where I stand on such a controversial and passionate topic. And if you know me, I don't go small. (laughs) I'm an Enneagram 3. I'm an achiever. I do something until I feel like the work is done. If I were to post this, I would have to give my best arguments and my all. So after sitting there for five minutes, I shared it. And the floodgates opened, both with my story shares and me me basically sharing everything that I believed and people popping into my DMs. I shared arguments about the main things like Planned Parenthood's corruption, the dangers of abortion, ectopic pregnancies, and life-threatening pregnancies, and more. I even went as far to open up a Q&A for people to ask genuine questions and engage in conversation, which I think is important in any discussion, to have to go in with an open mind, but be able to obviously have your arguments and your facts. Before this, I never thought that engaging in a controversial topic online was a good idea because people can type whatever they want behind a screen and attack you without having to see you face to face, which is a lot harder to do. It's a lot harder to attack someone when you're in person. But I got to say, after doing this, it kind of changed my mind. For every hateful message I got, I got 20 more in support and encouragement. For every discussion I did have with the people that were willing to have one, Um, with from a disagreeing standpoint, ended with some good afterthoughts and some interesting facts on both sides. I had people DMing me privately to tell me they believe something different, but found that what I shared was interesting and were going to continue to research it. I had people also DMing me saying that because I shared my belief, they also felt encouraged to do so as well. And while yes, the attacks came and I had some other wedding industry professional professionals come after me pretty aggressively. I held firm. I stayed strong. And I stayed as kind as possible, which is kind of hard to do when you're being called names. And this is where the explicit language is going to come in, so I do apologize. But when you're being called names like a bitch, a bigot, a fool, a waste of space, should have been aborted, a disgusting human, and so much more. Kill them with kindness, friends. It goes a lot farther than attacking back. But The conversations that were had, even with those who disagree, were really educational and I think enlightening to both me and the others who disagree. I definitely learned a lot of stuff as well, but I also learned why I I learned more about why I believe what I believe and how to argue it in a way that makes sense. 
and to level with people who maybe have a different viewpoint and to figure out why they believe what they believe. I'll tell you this though, three days of it nonstop, exhausting. (laughs) It was the span, uh, you know, as I'm recording this, it's been three days. It was over the span of these three days of nonstop conversation, nonstop debating. But you know what? I saw change happen. And I don't mean the thousands of followers I lost because that also happened, but because I knew that would happen. But I also saw people moved. People felt encouraged to share. People who were interested in what I had to say wanted to research more. So here's what I learned. Speaking up for what you believe in is so important right now. There is work behind the scenes that you will never see when you share something and for sharing what you believe in. Not everyone will admit to you the change they undergo or the perspective change that they have. But now more than ever, it's so important to speak up. It's important to stop any misinformation as well if you know for a fact that it's misinformation. And have your facts straight. (laughs) One of those being like how abortion is a life-saving procedure. This is not the case because in situations where the mother's life is in danger, like an ectopic pregnancy, no law prevents that procedure from happening. Also, life-saving measures are in place for pregnancies that do become life-threatening and no law prevents that as well. Abortion is the act of dismembering and stopping the life of a baby. It is not a life-saving procedure. Not removing the baby safely like you would in a miscarriage right? If the baby passes or if the mother's life is in danger, but wants to try and save both patients, it's different than an abortion. Trying to save both patients, mom and baby is different than an abortion. In an abortion, a baby is killed and that's it. In case you wanted to know what that argument was, we need, we need to speak up and start these important conversations more because right now our society is sharing a polarized message one message, and no society historically has been shown to function properly in that way. That is not a healthy society. So friend, if you're listening to this, I encourage you to speak up. Be unashamed for what you believe. Know why you believe it and be ready for what comes when you do share about it. But at the end of the day, I got to ask you, what's scarier? Losing followers and business Or what will happen if we don't speak up? I don't know about you, but I don't want to live in a country or a society that feels afraid to share another perspective or another point of view. I may not agree with what you have to say, but I want to live in a country where you're still able to say it and not have a lifestyle completely changed, disrupted, and destroyed because of it, right? And to anyone who's listening to this saying I shouldn't mix business with politics, I'm just going to remind you, there are so many other corporations that do this. Lastly, there are so many photographers in our industry that also shared their point of view. It's just not the one that you disagree with, right? They shared whatever Michelle Obama's post that said she's so heartbroken, right? That's, That's what everybody shared. That's what was circulating. So, you know, that's where I stand. That's what's going on. And here's the next step. This conversation, I don't want it to end. I actually want to have someone who is pro-choice come on this podcast because, yeah, I could share my point of view, my arguments all day, but it's one-sided. I think it'd be really enlightening to hear both sides, right? And to hear maybe how to argue one side. 
So sorry if you hear my baby in the background. <laughs> my, my babysitter is not here today. Um, if you are interested and you're listening to this and you're pro-choice, come talk to me, email me, get in touch with me. Let me know you're interested and, um, and come ready with your facts. Let's do it. Would you like to see it? Let me know. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, that is what I have to share. This is a special episode that I wanted to put out just for you guys. And I hope that you learned something. I hope you feel encouraged. Um, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to speak up.